Good morning. Good morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I will be facilitating the call this morning. You know that song that was just playing? He is the Alpha and the Omega. Hallelujah. He's the beginning and he's the end. Ha, yes. As we begin this morning, we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. And good morning, Holy Spirit. We invite you to take charge during our time together. We lift you high giving praise and glory to your name, for you are the only true and living God. We extol you. We bow before you. We humble ourselves. As our nation has been turning away from you and idolatry has risen, absolute truth is being discarded. Your ways and values have been replaced. And man is becoming more and more lost. But God, we cry out to you. You are the hope that will give an anchor to the soul. Forget, forsake us not. Forsake us not and forgive us, Lord. As your ecclesia, may we rise in the power and authority you have given us to establish and build according to the blueprints of heaven here on this earth as it is in heaven. How will the lost find their way? How will they if we, your church, have lost the light of your glory? Help us to build your church. Help us to build using the right tools, building ourselves and also building others in the process. So we welcome you onto this call and thank you. We thank you and we thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. I pray each and every one of you are safe this morning from all the rain, we know that creeks are rising, that there is flooding occurring. But you know, we can make these declarations. We can say, Lord, Lord, establish rivers of healing in our city. Wherever you live, declare that. Establish rivers of healing, rivers of deliverance in our cities, rivers of salvation, rivers of spiritual maturity in our cities, rivers of love and peace in our cities and rivers of worship. May there be rivers of worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let me introduce the rest of the team for the morning. We have Sister Sidonia Fiesel. She is our controller. She prepares and makes sure the call is running and that we are able to call in. And we don't take that lightly. So good morning, Sidonia. God bless you and thank you for all that you do. 
We want to always honor our pastors, Bishop Christopher C. Smith and Lady Adrian. We honor them this morning and pray health and safety over them and their entire family. They answer the call, and we come up under them, supporting them. Hallelujah. Our prayer leader this morning is Sister Victoria Wimberly. So let me say good morning to you, Victoria. How are you doing in the midst of the storm? Good morning, Mother Heather, and everyone that is on the line. I'm just going through my refreshing and my cleansing with all of this rain. Praise God. Amen. 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 Refreshing. Yes. Yes. Our devotion leader is Elder Claude Lang. Good morning to you, Elder. How are you doing in all the wind and the rain? Well, uh, we're uh, we're doing just fine. Thank the Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and good morning to you, Mother. And uh, bless our bishop and uh, and pastor and first family and uh, Sister Fazel and um, Sister uh, Victoria. It's uh, it's a blessing to be a part of the team this morning. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. And may the Lord use you this morning. Father, we come before you and we ask that you open our ears and our hearts to receive a word for this moment in time so that we might become master builders. Use our elder this morning as he brings what you laid on his heart for us. And may we hear what the Spirit is saying. Use him. Use him this morning. Let his words be free-flowing, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Elder, we are ready for you. All right. Okay. Well, good morning again to all on the call. And um, it is a privilege and an honor to uh, be here uh, with us, with you all, to to pray and to devote unto our Lord this morning. Um, so this morning we're going to talk about um, building the ecclesia or building the church. Okay, building the ecclesia. Um, so we have a couple of scriptures. Um, so. Uh, this one, uh, Psalms 127 and 1, is, you know, familiar that in the King James Version. Uh, you know, it says, you know, they that build, you know, uh, if, if they're not building with the Lord, if the Lord doesn't build the house, right, uh, the laborers build in vain. But this one, uh, we're going to go with the Passion. It's the Passion Version, and the Passion Version says it like this. This is Psalm 127, one it says, If God's grace doesn't help the builders, they will labor in vain to build a house. If God's mercy doesn't protect the city, all the centuries will circle it in vain. Yeah. So if God's grace doesn't help the builders, they will labor 
in vain to build a house. And then Matthew 16 and verse uh, 18, this is where uh, Jesus is speaking, and, and he says, And I say also unto thee, he's talking to Peter, when Peter, you know, had been given the revelation of who he was. He says, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So I like the uh, message version that uh, that brings this one into light a bit more. Um, of course, they're all enlightenment, okay? All of it. So, uh, But the message you know, has a bit more, a little more of a message here. So listen to this one. This is the, this is verse 17 and 18 together. It says, Jesus came back and saying, God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. My father in heaven, God himself let you in on this secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you are, who you really are. You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock on which I will put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. I love that one. That is powerful. So this past uh, Sunday, we were blessed with such an awesome illustration of our blessed bishop uh, you know, in showing us uh, that we've got to build with the right tools if we are to achieve, you know, the goal of of building a life that's that's strong in faith and, and enduring the test of times. The Word of God has all the right tools, all the right experience and expertise. It's all that we need for our building. Uh it uses metaphors and examples and correlations and parables. Uh, and it does this to paint us pictures like the ones that you see, you know, like uh, like on in- instruction manuals, you know, that come in a plastic bag, you know, when you, when you do that for uh, trying to find your, uh, you, you know, you're like you, you get a, a new bicycle or something, and you're you've got to put it together, right? Um, uh, the first thing that you 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 see are the the words telling you step by step what to do when you you'll see these pictures. Now, the words of the manual are written with with accuracy, okay? And and in in in, in order uh, of explaining what each step should accomplish. And the pictures, they give you hope as you see 
the progress of your building beginning to look like the picture of the finished product that you've you've seen on the outside of that box, right? Right? You know? Jesus gives us a picture. He always paints pictures. He gives us a picture of what we, the church, should look like when we build according to his blueprint. He says, upon this rock. And as you know, that that is revelation. He's talking to Peter. He's telling Peter. Not, not, it, 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 he's giving him a, a metaphor, a symbol, okay? It's something for him to, to, to get an, an, an understanding in his psyche, in his, in his mind, you know, at, you know, just how major this event is. You know, he's, you know it's just upon this rock, this revelation, and, and the cornerstone, I will build my church. The Bible is the original instruction manual for life as you know it. It is the blueprint of blueprints. And there are so many different ways and understandings in the word. It's, it's a wonder that we need the Holy Spirit. You've got to have the Holy Spirit to lead you into all the truth of it and to navigate you through it. And, 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 and when you do this, Jesus is there revealing himself to you over and over and over again in knowledge and, and relationship upon every page. Now, building or, or putting together anything, as you know, it takes study and application, all right? So if you, you, if you just start into the steps right away uh, with that instruction manual, you're probably going to miss a piece or two and, and <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, and you're going to have all these extra pieces, you know, and wondering, what are those for? Oh, man. And you find out that, you know, they were supposed to be in that middle part that you missed. And so, so you've got to study it first, and then you begin to apply. So studying, as you know, is looking closely and investigating and evaluating your subject and, or, or getting to know your subject more, more intently. Uh, to find some useful gain of what you initially hoped for. And as you begin to uh, be enlightened in, in ways you haven't previously experienced, you're, you're, you're seeing now how application of those things that you've studied, you know, you, you have uh, and learned, you are now revealing the things that you've hoped for in life. That's what it's like to build a life worth living. Bishop called it, I believe, if I'm getting the word for word wrong, but Bishop called it a life you love to wake up to. That's the good life. A life that you love to wake up. I, I love, uh, who doesn't want to wake up to a good life? You know, Jesus said, 
You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The truth will make you free. You won't just taste freedom and then be bound up again. No, the truth will make you free. You are made free. Freedom is the it's the ultimate result. It's it's everything that you 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 hoped for. Uh, and and but knowing and relating and communing with the truth. Now now that's where the work comes in. That's what brings your freedom into light. So you've got to hold on to that freedom by continuing to commune and and relate. Put in the work for that freedom. Time spent in the Word and prayer and communion with the Lord and application of everything that you receive from being in His presence, this will build you up in ways you have yet to experience. I don't know about you, but I love knowing the truth about things, and and I, and I love more than anything <laughs> uh, being free and staying free. Now, because when when we finally get free, you know, from something, there there's this uh, significant change and and a newness, a, a refreshing. You know, a, a strength and a confidence in 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 that Jesus in in his words again I say he paints pictures of what he is looking for in his church. Are we able to be put together and 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 to put in the work to build our lives to become what he has hoped for? Jesus is not coming back for a weak and fearful and sickly and slothful, out-of-order church. No, no. He, he has called us the church that will not retreat. He's called us the church that will not fall back or give place to the enemy. Instead, his church will be built up by him and ready to storm the gates of hell. Did you hear that? You're going to storm the gates of hell to pursue, overtake, and recover all that God has elected for himself. You belong to God, beloved. You are God's church. And there are many more out there that belong to him. They just don't know it yet. And if we are his church, then it's not enough for us to be blessed. It's not enough for us to be blessed. That's not all of our salvation. That's not all he is hoping for. Remember, he wants us to be built up to a level that contends with the devil and exercises authority over the gates of hell. Now, that's the Christian that I want to know better. That's the person I want fighting with me back to back. That's the church I want to see and be a part of. You see, 
that's the picture that Jesus has painted for us. And we'll, we'll, we've all got to do our part to build our lives, our families, our, our communities, until we become what Paul wrote in Ephesians 4.13, and I'm about to quit. He said, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, build your church. We yield ourselves. We we give ourselves. We give our hearts and our minds unto you this morning. Every Every soul, Lord God, listening to my voice this morning, we yield our ears. We yield our hearts, Lord. Build, Lord Jesus. Take away those things, Lord God, that maybe we have put on that we should never have put on. Maybe we heard a word that we shouldn't have listened to. Maybe we 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 saw, we read something we had no business reading, Lord. Build, Lord God. Build us anew. You said in Revelations that you make all things new. Make us new, Lord Jesus, so that we become that church that you're hoping for, so that you can see the picture that you painted in seeing your church, Lord God, come to light in unity with power. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 A church without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. You said so much this morning, and I pray each and every one of you that are on the call this morning that you heard what was being spoken. God says, I will build my church. I will do it. But if we labor under our own power, we're doing it in vain because we will not get it right. Uh, we'll leave out parts and pieces, just like in putting, as Elder referred to, like putting a bicycle together, discovering we left out parts. Well, when you leave out parts, it doesn't work correctly. So thank you again for that awesome word, and I pray that it resonates with all of us uh, as we go forth this day. Hallelujah. So, Sister Victoria, we are ready to come into agreement with you as you pray this morning. Be free, allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way in you. We pray in Jesus' name. So please come, Victoria, at this time. Thank you so much, Mother, and and powerful word about building continuously because we know in any and all things we are building ourselves up and girding up ourselves in the power of the word. And a part of that includes the prayer of faith. And yes, we have been blessed. We have received four requests for prayers this morning, and we believe and we receive already before we even speak those prayer requests out into the air that God has already moved. 
The first mm-hmm. prayer that we received was from Latasha Malone. Her prayer request this morning is requesting prayer for family members, Amber, who was involved in a car accident and had to deliver her baby a little bit early, although baby, although the baby was already due any day. Andrea had to deliver the baby, Maxie, praise God, a few months early. And a previous co-worker also is inclusive in Latasha's prayer request, the Rome family who lost their daughter, Gabrielle, at the early age of 12. And then she has a co-worker that's included in Imelda, who is having kidney failure, and all the children all over this world who need love and protection, praise God. Um, the world that of the lost souls that we have that God is still bringing forth unto him and healing for all who are sick and in silence and those mourning in silence. And as Latasha stands in agreement, and we also stand in agreement, the word of God tells us to pray ye one for another. So this morning we come upon the throne, Father God, thanking you for another opportunity to just boldly approach you, being your children in the kingdom. We're praying for everyone that has been listed here by Latasha alone. She's a faithful servant, covering those that she knows and those that she does not know. One of the prayers, Father God, is for the family of protection, and it's inclusive of all of those needing healing and strengthening in the families for health while they're asleep and they're still believing and receiving that you will touch their bodies. Father God, move, Father God, while they're resting and they're not knowing that you're working on their behalf. Marinate their spirits, marinate their bloodlines, marinate their cells and their white cells and their bone marrow, Father God, and touch those that are in need right now because you woke somebody up this morning while you're using Latasha at the early hour for her to pray for someone that she did not know. So let that breakthrough occur, Father God, and rebuke any and all attacks that the enemy is trying to come in to do, Father God. We rebuke him right now over each and every child's body that might be needed. God, you know who they are and you know where they are. Move, Father God. Keep them protected. Keep the assigned angels that are responsible over them on the left, the right, the front, and the back to keep the enemy at bay. Anything that comes up against them that is not of God, reroute that thing right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever there is a need for, Father God, let the let the gates of heaven stand open to keep that thing away from them and keep them protected, Father God. We stand upon Third John and 2 for them, that God will is, is, is for everyone to be in good health, O oh Lord Jesus. So standing upon your word for Latasha and all the items and all the people that she is covering right now because of her word and her understanding the word, we stand in agreement with her, believing and receiving that it's all done. And everyone that she has asked to request a prayer for, that they're in good health, their minds are right, their physical beings are right, the children are covered, and that there is no more sickness in those that she knows. We believe and we receive that she shall call back with a testimony of the victory of what God has already done. The second prayer request is coming from Kay Clarkston. Kay is asking us this morning, because she believes in God, that her sister-in-law, Tasha McAlpin, has been in ICU since Monday in an induced coma. She had a severe asthma attack, and she'd like for us to stand in agreement with her for healing. 
Father God, we boldly come upon the throne once again. You said that when your children cry out that you will heal them. We're asking you right now that you see Tasha right where she is and that your healing hands is upon her. God, you can. We can't, but we can speak it out into the air, and you can move. We speak this morning unto you while she is quiet also, that she can hear your call, that she can hear your voice. Let her know that you are right there with her, O Lord, that that still small voice is covering her, protecting her, showing her what needs to be spoken in her spirit while she cannot speak aloud. Move and show the family that you're moving on her behalf, that you're working with her right now, and remove any and all future infirmities that may be trying to attack her that might be linked to her bloodstream and her white cells. Father God, this is your child. Let her have a testimony when she comes out of this te- out of this coma, letting others know what she saw in you and the relationship that she was able to build with you. Use this moment, Father God, for your victory, and we believe in the manifestation of what you're doing. Again, believing and receiving because this is your child once again. We know that if you've served someone and you bless them from being blind, that you can bring her out of this coma in her right mind, speaking about what she saw and how she had a relationship with you during this time. We give you all the praise and all the glory for another victory that we live in expectation for. We have a third prayer request from Deandra Taylor. Deandra is going in for surgical procedure on her elbow, and she's believing and receiving that she's already got the victory. So we're standing on James 1 and 5 for uh, Deandra, and we're believing that she's asking in faith that she will that God will guide and provide for those who are going to be in the surgical room, and that God will speak to each and every surgical person that is responsible for her, and that she declares and pray that they each are equipped with the skill that God has given them to specialize in the area according to what God has said out of Genesis when God said. It was already done. So, Deandra, we stand in agreement with you. We know that you will have victory, and God is using those that he has given the specialized gift with to be able to work with you and to bring you through the surgery specially and favorably and knowing that you trusted God during the surgery. And we have our fourth prayer this morning from Jean King. Her prayer request this morning is for healing and deliverance of her sister and brother have both been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and that she needs strength in the farming for them that she needs to do in supporting her family. Father God, this morning we stand upon the prayer of Matthew 8 and 17, Jean, because we know that you took all sickness and you bared all illnesses. So right now we decree and declare in supporting Jean and speaking it out into the air that her sister and her brother are healed of these particular infirmities, that you will reverse the thing, O Lord, and they will speak and that she will not be surprised because she will see the hand of God moving over her brother and her sister. We know that you have the strength to do all things. You have the power to do all things. If you did it for one, Master God, that you can truly do it for another. You said for us to stand in faith for any and all things, for all four of these prayers, O Lord. You said that you've got the power in your hand to do all things. So, Father God, we come this morning with your word promises, healing your children, and we come before you in remembrance, Father God, of what your prayer says for the promises of each and every one of your children's life. Father God, it is written in your word that prayer comes from faith and that it will heal the sick. It will restore the health. It will change the mindset. It will give victory to those that don't believe. 
that it will also restore those that lost their confidence, but it will bring them as a renewed spirit. Your word says, oh, Father God, will they not recognize a new thing that you are doing? Yes, Lord. Use your new thing to bring them to confidence in speaking and declaring your word back unto you, out into the air so that they will say, Lord, this is what you said. So, Father God, we give you the glory, the honor, and all the highest praise this morning because each and every one of their bodies is the temple of the Holy Spirit that lives within them. So, Father God, we thank you for another opportunity to cover your children, to show your children to steadfast on the word of God because there is victory in faith and trust in you. We give you all the praise and all the glory this morning to be able to stand in the gap one more time, one more again, Father God, like our parents said, one more again, standing in faith, believing and receiving that there's victory already. We lay it at the altar, we raise our hands, and we walk shouting hallelujah because we know all the power is in your hands. We give you all the praise, we give you all the glory, and we all say amen. Amen, 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 and amen. Hallelujah. Yes, for all four of these requests that were sent in, Yes, we declare it is done in Jesus' name. John 15 and verse 7 says that Jesus said, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. So we believe it is done in Jesus' name and we say receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, let's go back to Elder Claude. Our time is well spent. Any closing thoughts, Elder? Just this one scripture is Philippians 1 and 6 saying, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let the building of God According to his blueprint, you working with him, let him finish that work. He started it, and he's going to finish it. And if you build according to his blueprint, you will not build in vain. You're not going to miss anything. Stay with the Lord. Amen. 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 Good closing word this morning. So, dear ones, as you travel today on the highways and the streets, if you have to go out, we just declare that angels will take charge over you and take you safely to your destination and bring you back home again. But I say be cautious and alert to your surroundings. Be aware you are loved by the Father. He loves you. He watches over you. Make it a good day. Make it a good day, though the wind and the rain may be all around you. Just put your faith and your trust in him. Let the light of his glory shine forth. Let it shine forth because what will happen is it will draw others. Others will see what is on you, in you, and they'll ask, what is it? What is it about you? Why is it that you're not in distress? Why is it that you're not anxious? 
But the word says be anxious for nothing. No matter what's happening, don't be anxious. Your faith and your hope lies in your Redeemer. Hallelujah. So, just know that there is something different about you because the King of Glory resides in you. Hallelujah. Be blessed today and be safe. Please open the line so that we might worship together for a few minutes. Hallelujah. <laughs> 